It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Welcome, and this is Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly. I promise this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately. I do this every week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. I've been thinking a lot about affirming others and giving them positive energy because I feel blessed when I have a chance to share and acknowledge other people's gifts. A few months ago, I got a ton of love as I celebrated my birthday. The outpouring of messages on Facebook, LinkedIn, and text message was really humbling. But my favorite moment came when I received a birthday card from my parents. Usually we exchange funny cards, but this year they sent me one of those I believe in you types of cards, and it happened at the perfect time, and I'm so appreciative. As a result, I want to encourage everyone to express that sentiment to someone you value in your life, whether it's your kids, your parents, your spouse, your significant other, or anyone else you value greatly. Many people don't express things such as, I love you, I believe in you, I'm proud of you, because they think the other person just knows. I'm here to tell you, no, they don't. You might be mortified to learn that someone you care about deeply doesn't know the extent of love and appreciation you have toward them simply because you never got around to saying it. So here's the challenge for today. Tell them. Today, you will make a huge difference in someone's life if you simply share a simple affirmation of, I love you, I believe in you, I'm proud of you. You will be so glad you did, and so will they. And there will be a day one day soon where you will no longer have that chance, so don't waste the opportunity. My guest this week is Lori Meneal. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a 20-year international educator and business coach who gets results. She helps entrepreneurs worldwide reach higher levels of success in life and business than they ever thought possible while building a true legacy. She's the author of the book, Media Secrets Revealed. In the book, she takes the reader through a simple yet hugely effective five-step strategy that will not only get your pitch to be read, but will help you land in the spotlight that you've been searching for. Her strategy has helped her achieve a 100% acceptance rate for every pitch she's submitted following these steps. And what makes her process so effective is it's grounded in simplicity. She's been featured on major media such as NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox, as well as over 500 other media outlets. And she's an active writer and publishes in multiple magazines a year and was recently co-authored with a book with Kevin Harrington, the original shark on Shark Tank. So here we are with my very special guest, Lori McNeil. Lori, how are you today? I am fabulous, Brian. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Hey, you're so very welcome. Before we get into talking about the whole PR bit, because we're going to spend the whole hour on that, I would love to hear your early journey. How did you get to become an entrepreneur? Well, that's a very interesting story. We all have stories. And of course, um, mine is a little bit unique because I grew up in not only an entrepreneurial, very creative, problem-solving family, but a very, um, very poor family at the same time. And so the idea of um, thinking big uh, was a challenge by um, in so many ways. And so it, I, through a journey process that I went through in my young, young years, I decided to get a wild idea of taking out my first loan for $3,500 when I was 11 years old wow. because I just knew that there was something more, and I knew that I had skills and abilities that I, that I just wanted to test and try and figure things out for myself, which coming from my background was a crazy idea in and of itself. And so I walked into a bank meeting with bankers I'd never met in my life and had a one-page typed proposal wow. <laughs> to the best of my 11-year-old ability, and I don't know if I caught them on a good day or if they just wanted to support young entrepreneurship, but I was granted my very first business loan for $3,500 to start, start a hot dog stand. 
That is awesome. A hot dog stand. How'd that go? It went amazingly well. And of course, um, coming from my very, very um, poor background, uh, $3,500 was a lot of money. The concept of paying that back to a bunch of very professional men uh, freaked me out, to be honest. So I worked my tail off to make sure that that loan was paid off. And little did I know that selling hot dogs, chips, and a drink for $2 would actually allow me to pay off that loan in just a couple of months. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we are coming up against our, our first break. This was a short segment, but we're going to dive headlong into PR and how to get on TV, how to get into the media, how to promote your message and amplify your business. We're going to come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Lori Medeal, and we will talk about her book in the next segment, which is called Media Secrets Revealed. We will be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. It's words you never heard. Okay, ladies, listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, hold on, that doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. It's words you never I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brienkwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brienkwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Lori McNeil. Her book is called Media Secrets Revealed. And if you've not picked up my latest book, it's called Success Profiles Conversations with High Achievers Volume 2. It is on Amazon. The Kindle version is 99 cents. You can get the paperback version as well. Get it, leave a review. That would mean a lot. And I can't wait for you to dive in and take a look at that. So Lori, let's talk about your book. It's called Media Secrets Revealed. What made you decide to write this? I wrote this book based on years of working with business owners and entrepreneurs and navigating over 20 years um, in working with um, colleges and universities and communities and really coming to the conclusion that there was so much that people did not understand about the world of media and how to leverage media and how to really use it as part of a very strong um, strategy in their overall business plan. Most people have heard of a business plan, may or may not actually have one, maybe sitting on a freebie binder on a shelf, but most people don't really understand the world of media and don't understand that they need an actual media strategy as part of their business plan and that those two, those two documents, so to speak, need to actually fit together and become one plan. So there were all these different things that I learned in along my journey and discovered as part of my five-star strategy process 
that really truly business owners and entrepreneurs need in order to get to that higher level of success that they're really after. There were so many um, times that people were just frustrated trying to figure out how they become known and how they implement certain strategies and how they get certain exposure and all these things. And it's really truly because there's so many misconceptions out there, so much misunderstanding about how media even works, how to leverage it and how to use it. And so I was super passionate when I developed this book to get it in the hands of people so that they can better accomplish their goals in business. Yeah. So you brought up the idea of common misconceptions. What are some of those common misconceptions about getting on television that people might have? You know, there is a, there's definitely a lot of mindset um, issues and misconceptions around media. I call it throwing spaghetti at the wall. We have so many people out there that are randomly pitching through email or private messages. And they just think that if they sell themselves and if they more or less communicate an exhaustive resume of how amazing they are and seem impressive enough that that's going to get somebody's attention. And the reality is that you're coming across incredibly selfish and self-focused because you're not focused on the value that you bring to the outlet and to the audience. And there's so many misconceptions about how to even pitch media, how to Mm -hmm. even build relationships with media, and then how you repurpose all of that content and and continue to grow those relationships. So I call it throwing spaghetti at the wall just to see what's going to stick, and that's not a strategy. No, and here's the other thing, too. If you've got a brand-new book, they don't care about your brand-new book. They care about the story behind it. They care about the value you bring. They care about – how it relates to your audience, right? Right. Absolutely. Exactly. And interestingly enough, as a young entrepreneur taking out my first loan for $3,500, it was through that experience that I also was thrust into the world of media. So as I I have been um, a very successful business owner from the time I was 11, um, partly because of media, because I was thrown into a situation where I was operating on a public sidewalk and dealing with a city officials and government officials at 11 years old, not understanding the, the licenses and the permits. And really, truly, the media came to my rescue. Wow. And I did my first live radio remote, my first newspaper interviews at 11 years old. And that's when I began to really understand the power of media when everybody came to support me from miles around just to support me as a young entrepreneur and see for themselves what was going on with this young entrepreneur and um, basically come to my rescue in a lot of ways. And it was from that point forward that I began to understand how to better leverage media on purpose. I love that. So here's a question that some people out there might have. Can anyone get on TV? Can I get on TV? If you have a clear, valuable message, then the answer is yes, if you have basically the right formula. You, you are your own attractive character. You've mm. got to be interesting. So just because you offer value doesn't mean you're interesting to watch. It doesn't mean you're interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. So there's, gotta, there's certain components that you have to have in place in order to be a good guest, in yeah. order to have success in media, whether it's TV, podcasting, radio, magazines, it doesn't matter. You've got to have valuable content and you've got to be um, very clear in your messaging and you've got to be interesting so that people um, want to, to listen to you, want to follow you, want to you know, be a part of your world because we all know that people buy from people they like, know, and trust. Well, you have yes. to build that credibility. You have to build that relationship. It's mm-hmm. not about buy my book, buy my book. (laughs) Right. No, I totally get that. It's very important. So what if someone is wondering if their topic is a good idea for television? You know, we have a lot of uh, current events happening around us all the time. Mm -hmm. You might figure out how your messaging fits into one of those current events. You might figure out how it fits into a community messaging or a higher higher community purpose or charity or those kinds of things. Community media love, love bigger picture ideas because it's not about you. Mm -hmm. So if your messaging and if your business is too focused on you, then it's probably not a good fit. 
<laughs> you yeah. have to think outside of yourself as far as the value that you bring to that particular audience. But honestly, sometimes it takes a little bit of testing and tweaking. You might have a great product. You might have a great service. You might have a lot of value to bring, but you don't necessarily know how to transfer that into the world of media and communicate it in a way that really communicates that it's not about you and your product or your service. Yeah. And so sometimes in media, it takes just a lot of, a lot of experience and a lot of trial and error in order to really tweak what needs to be um, accomplished in order to get to that goal that you're after. Yeah. And if a producer really likes you and really wants to help you get on their show, they might help you tweak your pitch a little, but that's probably not a real common experience, is it? It's not very common. You can't expect that anyone involved in any media outlet at any level has the time Right. to help you. <laughs> you have to right. practice on your own. You have to prep on your own. You have to do your due diligence in researching the outlet, the audience, being prepared and always focusing on that value and that alignment and yeah. seek help outside of the media outlet. It's not their job to prep you for the interview. No. It's not their job to help you decide which pair of shoes you know, to wear, which color of tie or you know, whatever. That's not their job. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of misunderstandings about, oh, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to have this team of people prep and help me and, and do what <laughs> needs to be done. And it's no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've got to really fully understand the full spectrum of media and how it works so mm -hmm. that you can show up and, and be the rock star that you are in your industry and, yeah. and prove to the world that you do have that value. But it takes a lot behind the scenes in order to lead to that successful experience and successful interview. Exactly. So for those listening who have businesses but really haven't explored the idea of getting PR before, what is the value of getting PR? What kinds of things can happen for your business because you've been on television? Oh, man. Uh, the sky really is the limit because you never know who's going to be listening, who's going to be watching, who knows who. Um, you know, there's all these different connections, right, and, and different relationships and different opportunities that can surface. I've I, Many, many times, because I'm on over 500 times a year, I have people contact me and say, hey, I heard your podcast, or I heard you on the radio. Would you be on, would you be on my show? You know, mm -hmm. or we'd like to feature you in this way, or would you speak on my stage? Whatever that is, um, the, the opportunities really, truly are endless because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to connect with, and you never really know what is going to create that aha moment for you that takes your own mindset to the next level, that really um, kicks your creative juices, you know, kind of in a different direction and gives you that inspired um, idea that it causes you to take action and think about things in a different way. The learning um, and the opportunities really are um, endless, so you just never know, not to mention People might jump online and connect with you and send you an email. They might, they may or may not buy your book, you know, mm -hmm. all those different things. But you're building that credibility yeah. that you need for your business, for the overall exposure for your brand, for your messaging, and also to get to that trust factor and that relatability factor that you need in order to create raving fans. Absolutely. We've got probably a couple of minutes or so to our next break. So I would love to ask you uh, about the importance of doing research on the show you want to be on. You can't just blindly pitch and hope something sticks like you mentioned before. You have to have some idea of what the show is about and how they run things, right? Absolutely. Um, with all of my students, I teach them some very, very specific research tips and the importance of doing that. Everything that I teach is about alignment. It's not just about um, randomly, hey, that show looks good. I think I want to be on that show because that looks impressive and popular and all those things. It really truly is about the alignment of your messaging and your goals. And what a lot of people don't understand is that, yes, the logos look fancy. They look impressive. And there's part of that social credibility that's important. But what are your goals for wanting to use media? What are your goals for wanting to be on TV or radio or, you know, in a magazine, those kind of things? Well, you've got to really dig deep into the alignment 
because that will help guide which media outlets are actually best for you because you don't want to be out of alignment because you want to attract the right customer, the right the right clients, mm -hmm. and those are already in alignment with the media outlet. So when you do the research and you figure out that alignment, then you're putting yourselves directly in contact with the right audience when the media outlet is already in alignment with you and with your messaging and helps you meet those goals. And everything just runs super, super smooth once you do the right due diligence in your research and check the alignment at absolutely every level. And it's amazing when that shift happens. Absolutely. And we're coming up against our next break. I love what you just said. Pick shows that have the audience that you want to reach so that their ideal clients or their ideal audience might be your ideal clients. We're coming up against our break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. We're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Lori McNeil, and she is the author of the book Media Secrets Revealed. And if you have not uh, subscribed to Success Profiles Magazine, you can do that at successprofilesmagazine.com. The latest issue just came out, and it's about reinventing education during the COVID era. That's what the feature article is about. So I'm excited about that particular issue. So, Lori, we talked about the importance of doing research on the show you want to be on. There are right ways and wrong ways to pitch the media. So let's talk about some of that. How do you do it correctly and what do people do wrong? Well, honestly, um, most people are doing it very wrong. Mm. <laughs> so with just a few tweaks, it can make all the difference in the world. So I, of course, know a lot of people in media and have very, very um, you know, honest conversations at every level on a regular basis. And I can tell you that every single media outlet tells me that 90% of all pitches get thrown out for one reason, one reason. And when I heard this, when I learned this, uh, it blew my mind because it's a game changer. It's because you don't add value at the top of your pitch. You don't start off and lead with value. So it's, it goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago when people try to give their more or less their exhaustive resumes and they try to say, I've done this, and I've spoken on stages with this person, and I've done this, and I, 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 I. So yeah. you're not, it's not about you. It's about how you can add value to them. So you need to always be asking yourself, 
what's in it for them mm-hmm. because they are subconsciously going to be asking what's in it for me automatically. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? That's that's so you need to answer that question before their subconscious even has a chance to to ask it. It becomes very obvious to where it's a pattern interrupt for them and they go, Oh, this is awesome. This is different. This is interesting. And then you offer um, you know, a very brief, very interesting you know, second paragraph, but you always lead with value 90% Brian. And that is mind blowing to me. So that's one of the first things that I work on with all of my students um, is that we lead with value through very, very clear messaging and very clear strategies in the pitch from the very beginning. And that's probably one of the biggest things. That is absolutely amazing. So if 90% of all pitches get thrown out, obviously we have to add value to them. But how do you get your pitch read by a producer? You have a five-step process for this, right? I do. And it's very different um, than really honestly what anybody else is teaching because I'm not a PR agency in the fact that, yes, I get you booked, but at the same time, um, that's, that's not my whole goal. I want you to understand the full spectrum of media and how to build your business and how to build your brand, repurpose your content and all of that. It's not just about the booking. So I take, um, I take people through a five-star strategy process that is very simple, but very, very profound. Because if you are in the, the elite 10%, then you are already head, head and shoulders above the 90% that are getting thrown out. So there's just a few tweaks that make a big difference. So there's a pre-planning process in all of this that has to do with them researching you and you being prepared and you researching them, which we talked about a little bit a few minutes ago. And then, of course, the pitch and all of the different aspects of the pitch and, of course, leading with value being a huge piece of that. And preparing yourself. For the actual interview itself, certain things that you do, certain things that you don't do, because um, there are very specific things. There's, um, you know, we were talking about this on the break, Brian. If you are used to being in the public eye and you're used to being speaking and being um, on stages and things like that, those skills are great. They don't necessarily transfer to media. If you're used to speaking for 20 minutes or an hour or two hours, you're not necessarily going to be able to transfer those skills as quickly as you think um, within a three to five minute segment, for instance, on, on most national television sets. So there's a lot of different things that I work with so that you can stay absolutely focused on the value and on the messaging because you don't have the time that maybe you're used to as, as speaking on stage and, and some of the other um, opportunities that maybe you have had in your business. And then the post-planning part of my strategy process that includes a very specific repurposing strategy. You know, there's all kinds of things throughout the five-star strategy process that people miss completely, but the repurposing of your content is huge, is absolutely huge. And most entrepreneurs, even operating at a very high level, are completely missing the boat on the strategies of how to really, really leverage the content they already have. Mm. It's very common for people to get into the mindset of more, more, more. I need to be on this. I need to do this show. I need to do a hundred shows a year. I need to do whatever it is that their goal is in their mind that they think that they need to be successful. And the reality is those things are great, but you're not actually using the content to the fullest capacity that you, you could be using it. Um, with, you know, the, the content you already have. And so there's so much that I see entrepreneurs at every level missing out on just because of the, the fifth aspect of my process because they're moving on to the next thing and they're not necessarily knowing how to integrate what they already have with what, with what the new thing is. So integrating the old and the new, if you want to think of it that way, and then wow. how to create new content from all of those different pieces. And so there's a lot of different very specific strategies throughout this entire process that make all the difference in the world for businesses. And I love getting people results that they never thought possible or that they have tried for years and haven't been able to accomplish. Um, So never ever underestimate um, the power 
of making simple tweaks and implementing simple strategies because most entrepreneurs aren't even doing the basics. Yeah. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. So let's just say that you are looking to get booked or perhaps you did just get booked. What are some tips you have to make yourself attractive to the media? What draws them in? You, you know, it sounds so simple, but honestly, um, I referred to it a minute ago. You have to be interesting. Yes. People don't, people aren't going to pay attention to what you have to say unless they can feel that, that, that you can even relate to them. So it's not about being super intelligent. It's not about having all the facts and all the figures and all of the data. If you can't relate to people and communicate that in a way that speaks to people's hearts, souls, and minds, and more or less to their pain points, then you, it doesn't, the data really doesn't even matter. Like you're going to miss a huge section of the population, the listening audience and the population because you're not communicating it in a way that's even interesting. You know, yeah. it kind of reminds me of the, the dry, the dry eyes visine, you know, commercials and right. <laughs> different things back then. It's just, there's a certain part of it that just, you just tune out. So you've got to make sure that you communicate the value of your message in a very interesting way. And then make sure that you have three to five specific points that no matter what, you know how to flip every question around, that you are leaving the value before that segment is over. I don't care if you have one minute, three minutes, 20 minutes, you have very, very laser focused points that you are going to leave that audience no matter what question you get asked. Because that's a lot of fear that a lot of people have. Well, what right. if I get asked a question that I don't know the answer to? Well, you should know your messaging so, so clearly and so strongly that the question actually doesn't matter. Mm, absolutely. That's great. So being interesting, having three to five specific points, those are some ways you can become a great guest. What are some other things that we can take with us in terms of how to be a really great guest? Because your first time, it's a little terrifying because it's new. It is. It can be a little terrifying your first time for sure. And because of that, it's human nature a lot of times to um, be over talkative. So that's uh -huh. one thing. One of the things I see. You don't want to be over talkative because they're busy people. They don't have time to really chit chat with you uh -huh. and answer a ton of questions. And you definitely don't want to be annoying. Um, and that sounds so simple, but I see it a lot. The, the flip side of that is you're so nervous and you're so scared that you're not really engaged in the full experience and in the full opportunity. Yeah. So if that means taking photos, if that means saying hello, you know, to the receptionist and the, the janitor and all the set people and whatever, be very professional, be very cordial, be very polite, but take in the entire experience and build those relationships at every level. You know, a lot of green rooms, for instance, um, on television sets and will have certain hashtags, for instance, Mm. They love for you to do like Facebook lives or live videos where you're building the hype and you're automatically bringing credibility back to the outlet before you've even gone, you know, uh, on the show. And then you use those hashtags and you begin to support and give back and add value to the outlet before the show's even gone live. So when you're in the green room, think of all those different things that make you a great guest. Every media outlet has specific hashtags. Use them. Mm. Like, use them. They have specific ones that they use for their own branding and their own marketing for a reason. So it makes you look like an awesome guest, and it absolutely gives you another opportunity to add value to them. Because you're always, always answering that question, what's in it for me? What's in it for them? You're doing it before they have a chance to even ask. And all of these things actually increase the relationship building, which increase the opportunity of having a second pitch accepted yeah. or um, being asked to fill in, because sometimes that happens, being asked to fill in at the last minute when mm. they have a need. Oh, I remember she was an amazing guest. Let's see if she can fill in at the last minute for us because we had a cancellation or a change or whatever. And it gives you another opportunity to add value to them and look like a complete rock star by yeah. helping them out. 
So there's right. all these little tips and tricks that absolutely matter. Yeah. Every single one of them matter. And if you are invited at the last minute to be on TV, don't say no unless you really, really have to. Oh, absolutely. I don't care if you have to drive six, eight, ten hours. And I tell my students all over the world this. You show up. I don't care if it's inconvenient. I don't care if you have to drive through the night and not get sleep. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you show up. Um, absolutely. Because you don't, once you kind of show up for them and in a way, even if it's last minute, they're going to think you're amazing and you're automatically going to start that relationship off on a solid foot just because you said yes at the last minute and made the effort to be there. And that's going to be huge. And they're not going to forget that. Absolutely. We are coming up against our final break. I can't believe how fast this is going. What an awesome show this is. We're talking about how to get on television. We're talking about how to get in the media. We're talking about how to be a great guest. And after the break, I'm going to talk about how being on TV might be a little different now with the pandemic. And is it easy or difficult to get a recurring segment on a show? Right and wrong ways to leverage PR? We're going to come right back and talk about all that and more. Be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Thomas Jefferson served as America's ambassador to France. He brought the concept of French fries to the new world. But where did the potato chip come from? The potato chip reportedly was accidentally invented in 1853 by a Saratoga, New York restaurant chef named George Crumb. One day a customer started yammering that the French fries were too thick. So George shaved the potatoes thinner and made him another order. The microlipid customer was still unsatisfied. So in desperation, he shaved the potatoes paper thin just to quiet this pestiferous diner. His plan backfired as the customer loved the wafer-thin potatoes, and soon they became a permanent part of the menu. By the 1920s, Herman Lay sold potato chips to the southern USA out of the trunk of his car. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Lori McNeil. Her book is called... Media Secrets Revealed. And I want to ask, Lori, if your topic can be demonstrated, for example, exercise, cooking segments, that makes for more compelling TV. Are those easier to get booked on or is it more difficult? Because you've got to be on point. A lot of things can go wrong, especially if you're doing a cooking segment, right? Absolutely. So it definitely makes for a more interesting segment and you're demonstrating things. And so you're also through showing and demonstrating, people are able to actually see what it is that you're trying to teach them or show them. That is a very special show that absolutely has to be arranged in advance. You can't just assume that because, oh, I've got five minutes and this is what I want to do in those uh -huh. five minutes. You can't assume that. It has to be arranged in advance, every aspect of it. So if that is not possible for whatever reason, um, because you can't do what you need to do, then absolutely a visual aid of some kind or mm -hmm. some kind of a quick 
quick demonstration where you stand up and do something, you know, within 15 or 20 seconds kind of a thing. But you've yeah. got to be absolutely on point and move very, very quickly because three to five minutes on most television segments actually goes way faster than yeah. what people realize, especially mm -hmm. if you've never done it. So, yes, always be thinking about ways to demonstrate, to show, to have visual aids, to think of things. Even if you think, oh, I don't have a book or yeah. I don't have anything, yes, you can think of something. That's part of the creative process um, that I teach in the preparation, that it makes a big difference if you can actually have some type of visual aid to support your point, to support yeah. your value, to support you in some way. Mm -hmm. It makes a huge difference that if you're just sitting there just talking. So if you don't have a book, you might have something else. You might be able mm -hmm. just to hold up a piece of exercise, you know, sure. equipment if it's smaller or have it next to you, um, sit, you know, when you're sitting or standing or whatever, but some type of a visual aid that can really make yeah. those um, connections for people yeah. absolutely make the entire segment more interesting and yeah. more real. It's not just words that are coming out of your mouth. Exactly. And if your topic is self-defense, do not expect the host to be a willing guinea pig. That has to be set up well in advance. <laughs> exactly. Do not surprise your host. That's not a great idea. No. <laughs> no. So is being on TV different now with the pandemic? I know that when I was on TV recently, it, it was not local, but I got to do it via Zoom. And that made things a lot easier. So you can do more national things. You don't have to travel. So that makes it a little bit easier. But how is being on TV different well, this last year, especially, of course, with everything being virtual, um, it's very different. But what's really cool is at the very beginning of everything um, kind of surfacing with the pandemic, I actually got a call from an NBC show that they said, hey, we've been watching your stuff. You are the coach that, that we need right now to help businesses not only not only survive, but thrive. So I was contacted actually really early. I want to say um, April, April to actually be on national TV at that time as the business expert to help people transition from brick and mortar to doing more online and how to kind of survive in this culture. And that was, that was amazing, but it's an entirely different experience. You not only have to have you have to really think ahead. It's not just doing a Facebook Live. You've got to have great lighting, great, mm -hmm. just great everything because it absolutely will be yeah. <laughs> filmed at, at the national level. So you can't just do it, um, you know, kind of rinky-dink. You've got to really think ahead to don't go out and buy a bunch of stuff, but you've got to definitely do the best that you can in setting up your home um, studio. And then the really cool thing with the, with that segment and with other segments that are online right now is that there are some extra, um, fun editing that's taking place with those shows be, um, to make it really cool because you can't be on in the studio a lot of times. Right. So I've noticed a lot of, a lot of stations are really, really, um, upping how they're doing all of their editing for the shows. And I've seen some really, really cool stuff um, with different intros and outros and how they do transitions. And yeah. I've seen some really, really creative um, shows be produced virtually, which I think is amazing. Now, I value every opportunity that's in alignment that's the right opportunity, of course. I love the experience, to be perfectly honest, of being in a studio if I ever have the chance. That's why yeah. I tell people, drive, fly, do whatever you have to do because you need to actually experience what it's like to do that. Even when you do a lot online, you need to add to your own skill set in opening up your opportunities, um, even if you want to do a lot online. And the other part of that that a lot of people don't understand is that that is actually your expense. Yeah. I have a lot of people ask me that. Like, oh, will they pay for my hotel? Will they pay for my flight? No, but they know that their value is rock solid. So how bad do you want it? Right. Basically is what it boils down to. So your expenses are not paid to be in media, but the ROI that comes from that is, mm -hmm. is absolutely limitless if you do it right. Absolutely. So real quickly, what are some right and wrong ways to leverage PR? What do you do and what do people do wrong? 
So there's a, first of all, don't be annoying. Don't just randomly email people and send them private Facebook messages and social media posts. They're busy. They are busy. And even if you've made a solid pitch and they don't respond to you, do not call the studio. I am actually surprised at how many people try to do follow-up calls. You don't call and do follow-up calls if you've already pitched. They, it's either not the right timing or it doesn't fit into, um, you know, their segment topics or something. There's an appropriate timeline that you follow when you're trying to make those connections and those pitches and do the follow-up. If you basically follow up the wrong way or follow up too much, you're going to be annoying and it's going to be an automatic no. Yeah. So that's a, there's a huge, huge mistake that I am seeing in that and how you're even trying to communicate, trying to build relationships that really, truly are coming across really fake and really cheesy. I'm just seeing a lot of stuff. So you want to do it the right way so that your pitch can be within that 10%. Um, yeah. Because you're going to be, you're going to stand out heads and tails when 90% are being thrown out. Absolutely. So you coach clients. So I'd love to hear about your most memorable client experience. Oh man, I have, I have so many. There was one client that I had where she literally, she had a rock solid business, rock solid messaging, but she just hadn't um, implemented media into her into her plan like it wasn't really on her radar as far as how to leverage it and and the importance of it and i actually helped her get her first national radio show and she was absolutely over the moon excited and crying on one of our coaching calls because she said it was her lifelong dream that had just come true so that was absolutely just amazing for me that I could help someone not only get um, a really rock solid, amazing media opportunity, but that she truly had that in her heart and on her goal list for years. That's amazing. You also speak on these topics. How did you get started speaking? You know, uh, (laughs) the reality is ever since I was little, I was in talent shows Mm. and public speaking and just all kinds of stuff because public speaking happens to be a huge fear of people. And so I think that my mom just kind of pushed me into those opportunities from a really young age to where it was never really scary. I never really had a lot of fear about it, um, which is why maybe at 11 years old, it didn't seem scary to walk into a room full of, of bankers. Um, yeah. But I, I love speaking. I love teaching. And of course, I'm a retired business professor And so I have had amazing opportunities even through the different um, avenues of the collegiate system to do workshops and seminars and speak and things like that before I even started traveling globally um, as an international speaker. And so it just evolved. It's just evolved and transitioned in all kinds of different ways. And so truly, I've actually been speaking in front of people my whole life. Wow. (laughs) That's great. So if someone wanted to hire you to speak, what kinds of topics would you expect to speak about? Media, for sure, uh, yeah. because so many businesses need it. Mm-hmm. They need to make those tweaks. They need to make those changes, and they don't fully understand how, where to even start or, or how to implement certain things. But then also, uh, as, a, as an international business growth strategist, there's so many different tweaks within your business that can support the overall strategy, like integrating. um, I was talking about the business plan with the media strategy plan and actually creating one cohesive plan. So really helping people understand the different tweaks that even need to happen within their, the business part of their, their plan, if you want to think of it that way and how to even create one cohesive plan that really truly supports your business and creates those foundational skills that you need to get to that next level. Awesome. I do want to ask, um, we got two minutes left. How difficult is it to get a recurring segment on a show? You probably should obviously go local because that can be parlayed into something much bigger later. Absolutely. One of the misconceptions that people have is they have a lot of fear around media just based on lack of understanding. But at the same time, they don't want to quote unquote waste their time with the, the local guys, so to speak, or the little guys. There's just a lot of misconception around that. And what they don't understand is that 
it's very rare to just be thrown on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and a thousand other, you know, outlets um, without actually building the, your media portfolio and having that experience that those larger outlets need. They're not going to take a chance on you um, to be on national TV if you haven't actually started somewhere with something. So you've got to start in your local community. It doesn't matter if it's a newspaper interview, if it's a you know regional paper or magazine or radio show or television, whatever. Start with what you have and, and check your mindset around how you're viewing media and what you view as big or small because it's very, very rare that you're going to be able to jump to the front of the line, so to speak, and get the big fish that you're after without actually giving them proof that you know what you're doing, that you know what you're talking about, that you're going to be that interesting guest, and that you're going to bring value. You know, they, they want to see that you've actually been doing something. And so you've got to go through the steps okay. in order to get to where you want to go. You can't fast track it. Awesome. And, and how can we find you? We are at the end. LoriMcNeil.com will connect you everywhere uh, with me from one spot. So www.LoriMcNeil.com. All right. Thank you so much for being here. It was fun. You were great. Thank you for having me. You bet. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they achieved, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn along the way. Until next week, have a good one. Take care, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.